0: In a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the Tech Today podcast, powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. Yes, we've had a rebranding of sorts. I found myself talking more about technology and less about corporate governance and CEO-related topics. So we'll still cover both, but given that the the majority of the content is around technology, we rebranded the, the podcast. So speaking of tech today, I published a post around technology buyers. So evaluating enterprise technology from the perspective of a buyer, a decision maker, could be a C-level exec, could be a general manager, what have you. And it is a cheat sheet of sorts. The way I think about evaluating technology, there are really three legs to the stool. One is what is the the technology provider's value proposition? So what do they do for a living? How are they going to make my life better? Are they going to automate workflows? Am I going to be able to replace people with technology or make my people materially more productive redeploy people to more value-added tasks so what's the value prop is one number two who is the technology provider and this is where i feel that many corporate buyers don't spend enough time so by who is the technology provider i'm thinking about who is the management team of the technology provider have they been in that business for a long period of time? Do they have real domain expertise as an example? Is it the founding team? Is it a group of hired execs that are running the company today? What spaces did they play in? So, is it a focus provider? So, I'll give you an example. I've talked about SSNC a number of times on the podcast recently. So, you may say, well, they're not focused. I would argue they are. So, you could have a very, very broad product set in terms of uh, the number of SKUs in a particular product portfolio. But if they're all pointed at the same function, then I would argue that vendors focus. So in the case of SSNC, you have a variety of product sets that value various asset classes. But at the end of the day, we're still talking about uh, portfolio accounting. Compare that to an ERP company that has a broad portfolio of, of products and services that address multiple workflows and functions across multiple departments, across multiple industries and if you're extremely well capitalized like an Oracle or an SAP I'd argue you know you're you're fine but as a startup or as a 20 million dollar revenue company I would hope that you're not pursuing an ERP strategy where you have you know where everybody's your customer that lack of focus is going to at the end of the day hurt you and hurt the customer that it hurts you the customer in that if a vendor's strategy is too broad and lacks focus You're going to end up paying the price literally in the form of increased prices to help fund their product initiatives across all those different industries they address. Or you're going to be hit indirectly in that the vendor will invest less in certain product areas so that it could allocate that limited capital to product areas that it views more strategic. So be careful of that. Try to find vendors who are focused on that, that problem that you wish to solve. And I'd say the last piece under number two, which is who is the technology provider? What's the financial health of the company? And here's where I've seen a number of companies kind of make the mistake and say, oh, well, the vendors, are, you know, they're publicly traded, they're fine. Well, not necessarily. There are many publicly traded companies that have crap software. They're overextended. They're trying to boil the ocean. Capital is limited. Even if you're Amazon, Microsoft, or Google, capital, capital is limited. So just because a company is public doesn't mean they they pass the financial test. If they're public, great. What kind of free cash flow are they generating each quarter, each year? Are they growing? If they're growing, there's a better chance they're investing. If they're kind of flatlining on the top line or have very nominal growth, investing innovation probably isn't top of mind with those guys. They're trying to drive margin and, and cash flow. So there's more to it than just whether or not a particular vendor is, is publicly traded. And then the last leg of the stool, getting your arms around total cost of ownership, which sort of goes hand in hand with number one, the value proposition, right? Because the number of technology providers, they're not just selling you widgets. If they're selling you operating efficiency, cost efficiency, if their technology helps you streamline operations and there are cost saves, then that has to get included in your total cost of ownership equation, included in your value proposition equation. And you could probably prove that out if that if said vendor has referenceable customers that, that you could dig into a, a, a problem with. But you could find that article at Tech Today and look for more content at Tech Today. Look for more content on the rebranded Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. See you all next time.